two. Yo, yo, it's Jody Diamond, G2 Podcast. I'm here with my man, AR. What's up, brother? What's good with you? Ain't nothing slow motion, family, slow motion. So today's topic is going to be a three-part series. This is something I've been waiting to do for a really long time. I'm glad I got my brother and my man from another mother to help me do this. Um, we're going to talk about my experiences bodyguarding, doing security in the nightlife, in the clubs and shit, uh, concerts, and just personal interactions with different celebrities and, and athletes and entertainers. So I have a lot of feedback. My boy AR has some feedback. We're going to give y'all a bunch of, you know, a bunch of gems and jewels, and, and it'll probably entertain the fuck out of you. So um, we're going to get into it. You with that, um, AR? You with it? I'm with it. That's All right. Cool, cool, cool. So... For the first story, I think the first person I'm going to talk about, and this one will probably tie up all the time, because I met this motherfucker three different times, so on three different occasions. The one and only Kevin Hart. Oh, wow. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. So, not for nothing, cool dude. Cool dude, I would say, from my perspective, just a genuinely good brother. Um... So let's see, the first time I met Kevin Hart, the first time I met Kevin Hart, I don't know if you're going to remember this, but right around the time we were down in the, in Lang City and we was working in the casinos doing our thing, I used to hang out at this club called Sweet Cheeks. It used to be on Pacific and South Carolina, right off the boardwalk, right? Oh, wow. Okay. So I used to hang out down there real heavy. So this got to be like 93 94 maybe yeah and one of the headliners these dudes from violin used to bring and they used to perform and put on a comedy show at sweet cheeks right so right. they used to bring down this dude named kevin hart from philly and they brought him down to be the host i lie to you not like this is the first time i ever heard of this dude this is the first time i ever met this dude he was so fucking funny like he was funnier than all the comics. He was funnier than anybody they brought on. He had the whole club like rolling, like I mean, side split, yeah, 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 like that type of oh, shit. Wow. Like he, like they, like they wanted to see him instead of the people that were going. Exactly, like how I guess how you would look at like Martin Lawrence on Def Comedy Jam, where he was funnier right. than most of the comics. Yeah. Right. Uh, kind of like a, a young Dave Chappelle, how Dave Chappelle is now, where he's just like he's a closer. Like anything he say, everybody's like, oh my god, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart was that in the early 90s oh wow you know what i'm saying like for me when i when i would go in there and see the dude i was like yo like this motherfucker's gonna be a star like that's just what was racing through my head when i would just watch yeah. him do his thing you could see it i felt that so for me when i see and i i see him now like i don't know especially if you a nigga from philly like how can you hate on other niggas from philly that make it I just, I don't understand dudes. Like, I don't, I don't get it. So, he was funny as fuck. Like, funny as hell. He was he was making people piss on themselves inside the club. And, and just genuinely a funny motherfucker. Real, real funny. Never, like, I ain't go up to him, like, oh, yo, hey, man, let me get your other girl. Like, I, he was just a regular nigga. Right. But he was funny as fuck. So, that's the first time I actually met him and got, like, a a, a taste of Kevin Hart as far as his, his ability. Second time I met Kevin Hart, 
I was the security manager for Club Onyx Philadelphia in 2008. Now, now Kevin Hart has a really good friend. His name is Spank, Spank Hart. Uh, Spank from around the way. Everybody knows Spank. He's part of a plastic cut board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's one of Kevin Hart's friends. But Spank, everybody knows Spank from around the way. Like if you're from Philly, you know Spank. That's just how I go. Spank hit the circuit, you know, he he hit the clubs, he, you know, all down, you know, he just he from around the way. He around the way dude. So he a real, a real live. Good dude, cool dude. So the second time I met Kevin Hart, Spank bought him up to Onyx. Right now. I'm the security manager, newly made security manager. You know, I'm in management uh, at one of the hottest clubs in Philly, and I dare say on the East Coast, Club Onyx Philadelphia. Was that shit? When it, when it was in its heyday, was that shit? Uh, he brought them to the door. I came to the door, and I met him, and I formally shook his hand, and he's like, yo, what's going on, bro? What's going on? I was like, what's up, brother? I was like, man, you probably don't remember this, but I used to um, know when you did the shows over at Sweet Chicks in Lang City back in the day. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, word. He's like, cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's what's up. And he gave me that, and I was like, yo, you was funny as hell. He's like, I appreciate that. So Spank was like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and slide them in. I was like, I'm going to walk y'all in. I got y'all covered. So I walked them in, made sure they were situated, and that was it. That was it. Right. So Spank was supposed to holler at me on some other shit with some security shit, but we're not going to talk about that. But um, <laughs> that's the second time I met him was at Club Onyx 2008. Uh, the third and final time I met him in person was 2000. Uh, I have to check the dates just to be completely accurate. So I'm going to just approximate because some of these dates, I've been doing this shit for 30 some years. Like it, it, the, the dates get jumbled up. Um, I think it was 2015. So it was a show Comedy Central was doing at Worm Daddy's. And I was doing that. I had the security contract to do two shows at Worm Daddy's. The first show was um, Kevin Hart was hosting it for Comedy Central. And I think it was some of the Paper Cup Boys or some shit. Uh, they were performing. He wasn't performing. But that's the first time I met him. Uh, the last time I met him there. And the first time I met his soon-to-be wife, Eniko. Good God Almighty, son <laughs> of a bitch! So listen, listen, man, listen at me. Okay, Ar. You know how sometimes people be like, "Oh, like I, I was on the thread on Facebook, and they were talking about, you know, Kevin Hart. He had this thing a little while ago about he don't like dark skinned women and he don't fuck with dark skinned women and all of this shit." So. Some of the sisters was coming at it. Nico, like, she's not even that bad. I was like, bitch, what planet do you live on? Like, <laughs> it's one thing to say, okay, he was wrong if that's his preference. And if he said something like that, that's hurtful. I understand that. But to sit here and say that his wife ain't that bad, listen, have you seen this? Have you seen her in person, AR? That's all I'm going to ask you, number one. Have you seen her in person? No, I have not. I have not seen her in person. I have I've had the fortunate opportunity to have seen her one time in in person. She is absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Okay. Like you know you know you know how you and I measure certain shit. So, like oh, right. there's okay yeah she's cute. Oh like yeah she all right. 
oh yeah, yo, she's really nice looking. Or like, yo, she bad as fuck. Like naturally, she bad as fuck. Like she's bad as fuck naturally. Like one of those. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> listen, she's one of those. Like, I trade my mama and one of my first, one of my children in, oh, just wow. to kind of, you know, what I'm saying, get close to that because that's how I'm. I'm playing mama. I would never trade you in, but she's but that. She's that bad. Yes, I had. I give up my mama, one of my kids, and maybe one of my baby mamas. Okay. Like she's that. She's that bad. She's she's literally she's really that bad. Um, I was. I was watching her more than I was watching Kevin Hart. I, I seriously, like it was just, just how yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, um, and I think what also solidifies that is her personality. Like, I was just getting ready to ask you about that. I follow them on social media. I don't follow her, but I follow him, and just how she deals with stuff and her personality, how she kind of, you know, she's addressed certain things with the infidelities and, and just different stuff like that. Like. I love that that feminine, soft-spoken, yeah, eloquent. Very, she seems very polished. Right, you carry yourself femi- like a like a not a feminist, like a feminine woman. Like I love that, and I think that's something else I'm going to talk about in another show as far as femininity and being a feminist. I think the two are getting crossed together, and it's fucking the game up. But those are the three times I met Kevin Hart. Um, Cool dude, all the way around the board. No, I've never had no issues with him. Uh, beautiful wife. That's, beautiful that's, wife. Uh, that's that's rare in a lot of space because a lot of, you know, a lot of entertainers and, and and people in that in that arena they say one thing in these interviews, but their way that they interact with regular people when they're when they perceive to have no cameras on them, <clears throat> and a lot of times it's very different. So for him to be, you know, he talks about him trying to make sure he treats everybody with respect. And uh, try to be friendly to everybody and speak to everybody. It sounds like he's really that. Yeah, That's I can say that. Who he is? I can say that. I can say I see that in him um, as far as the interactions I've had with him in the, you know earlier. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a good thing. Yeah, there's great. a lot of rare folks out there. There's a lot, of, you know, there's some people that really start to believe that that uh, being you know movie star personality and they they start feeding into that and now they can't do certain things they don't want to talk to regular people it's just crazy yeah they start believing the hype yeah absolutely and you know and i don't think a lot of people count uh i don't think they count the cost of being in the fishbowl because you like take kevin hart man he's in a fishbowl at this point yeah you know he can't go anywhere yeah you know simple dinner ain't no simple dinner well, Jay Z said the 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 very thing, the very same thing, where he's like, you know, I wanted to be famous. He's like, but I didn't know and understand what fame meant and what I would have to sacrifice with that fame. Now he's like, I can't just go to the mall. He's like, if I do, it's it's a whole production. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Right. He's like, I can't just go to the grocery store unless it's, you know, I, I make some some uh, some adjustments. So, uh. Speaking of Jay Z, let's talk about this nigga. All right, so um, <laughs> you met Jay Z. I had, I was fortunate enough to meet Jay Z. Now, okay, I was working a club in a uh, excuse me, a club in Philly down the old city called Red Sky back in the day. Uh, duh, this had to be like what two thousand six? No, I was okay. Two thousand six, maybe? Yeah, two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, five or six, something like that. So it was around the time of Beanie Siegel's birthday, right? So we were having a party 
of Benny Siegel for his birthday. Um, so the word was, our club was like the hottest little tiny club in Old City at the time off of Market Street. Red Sky, it was the shit back in the day. So we had some bomb promoters, like they was bringing in hot acts. So somebody got beans to do the party at Red Sky. This is when he was with State Property in his heyday. The rumor was most of the State Property boys and some of the rock boys was going to slide through. That means possibly hold, maybe yay, right? right. So now we kind of like, we gearing up, right? So now ain't no, can't pay to get in. RSVP only, right? So I've told a little bit of this story before. So we're working the front door. I'm on the door. Brother comes to me on the door. There's one dude and another dude next to him. This dude's chain had to be like if you have you ever seen like the Rock Boys chains with the with the Rockefeller symbol on there yes. and um, Fat Joe's with the Terror Squad symbol on there. Terror Squad symbol. On it, yeah. it was it was big and heavy and 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 blinging like that. And, it, and with my eye, I don't profess to be a jeweler or none of that shit. It looked real. Them diamonds look real as fuck to me. So, and his yeah, the gear. Yeah, the VBS. Right. Well, his his fit, too, kind of made it like, no, nah, this nigga about that shit. So, and right, he was right. smooth. Like, he walked up. Like I said, he had the one dude next to him, little dude, walked up to me. He's like, he he blew up the spot. He ain't drawing attention to the scene. He was actually real low-key. He's like, yo, my man, my man, big man, big man, big man. I was like, what's going on? He's like, yo, let me holler at you real quick. I was like, you can holler at me right here. He's like, all right. So he got a little closer. The other dude stepped back. He's like, listen, uh, I got word that Jay-Z going to be in there. I was like, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, nah, nah, nah. He going to be in there. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, whatever I got to do, I got to be next to hold. I was like, listen, brother, I can't. There's nothing I can do about that. He's like, I'm just telling you, when they go down, I'm going to need you to understand, like, whatever I got to do for you, you got it. I just need to be in there with Hove. I was like, all right, bro. So, first of all, in my mind, I'm thinking, Hove ain't even coming, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not worried about it. He's like, all right, brother. He shook it. He put his hand out. I shook his hand. He gave me a firm grip. He didn't let my hand go. I had to look this motherfucker in his eye. He looked me dead in my pupils. It was like, <laughs> my man. My man, he's like, right? It was kind of like a gentleman's agreement type shit. I was like, nigga, I ain't agreeing to this shit. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, bro. So he walked off, smooth as shit. Walked off, and his man walked off and gave me the heads up, like, my man. I was like, all right, brother, gave him the power symbol. All right. <laughs> so they walked off. American gangster, you, bro. Well, you know what? I don't even take it as that. I take it as, to me, like somebody was in the industry or they was trying to break in. Great so, business. right. So he walks off. So mind you, now we get the call. Frankie, the manager at the time, security manager, at the time he comes out. He's like, "Listen, uh, keep your eyes open. Let me know what's going on. We got some issues. What's the problem? Beans is coming through with his squad. Okay, Beans was having problems with somebody at the time. I don't know if it was Gilly or somebody else. It was it was some drama with Beans with some dude." And they was talking about they was going to murk them on the street. It was, it, was, it got crazy. Then we got another call. Hove is coming. I was like, excuse me? He's like, yes, Hove is coming. 
And we was like, well, what's he, what's he driving? He's like, no, don't worry about none of that. You'll know exactly when he pull up that it's hove. I was like, all right. So, you know how it's kind of like the calm before the storm type shit? Shit right. real quiet. There's only a couple people coming through. You know what I mean? People. So, I guess when the, when the, when the hit went out, maybe the tweet, I don't know if people was tweeting back then, but when the hit went out that possibly hove was coming to the bar, motherfuckers start lining up like it was like a line of motherfuckers trying to get into the club like it was crazy right so we're getting people in who's on rsvp if you're not on the rsvp they wasn't even fucking with you right so people standing outside pissed off out of nowhere i get a call frankie comes downstairs yo man uh be on alert keep this front door open hove is coming we got to get him right on in so i was like oh shit for real so it was the craziest shit I ever seen in my life. So if you ever on Market Street, we're at the end of Market is second, right before you get to Penn's Land, right? Right. Two fucking motorcycles pulled up, cop motorcycles pulled up, blocked off Second Street, Second and Market, and we was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Stopped their motorcycles, parked them in the front, and blocked them off and got off their motorcycles. A black SUV pulls up like a presidential SUV, right. lights flashing, all that shit. Two cop cars, two cop motorcycles behind that John stopped at that little side street. Ah, oh, what the fuck is that? It's not Third Street, but it's um, Bank Street. Bank Street. Block that off. So it's two motorcycle cops in front, two motorcycle cops in the back. SUV. The long boy, the extended SUV. Door opens. Four security guys in black suits get out the van. Looking around. Secret Service style. They give us a heads up. I get them. I just shoot my head. I was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> These motherfuckers opened the door. Hova stepped out of that bitch. I was like, oh, shit, it's Hova, right? So they get them into like a, we call it a diamond, diamond formation. So diamond it's two in the front, yeah. two in the back. Two in the front, two in the back. Yeah. Right. He's in the middle. They move into the door. His publicist and I guess maybe his manager, they in the back. So he's coming up. Everything's split like the Red Sea. Matter of fact, you could have heard the pin drop. Like, everybody was outside talking, talking shit, talking loud. Motherfuckers was quiet as fuck. He's like, oh, shit, that's Hove. Everybody was quiet, right? He walked up to the front door. He looked me in my face. I stepped to the side. His security, his his main dude was like, what's up, bro? I was like, what's going on, fam? He's like, we going straight in. I was like, yes, sir. So Frankie met him at the hallway. Hove walked right past me. I looked at this nigga. I thought to myself, he looked like a cartoon character. Like, he didn't look like a real nigga. Like, like to me, he don't he don't look real. So right. he looked frail. He looked real frail. He looked like you push him over, he'll fucking break. Like he looked honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. He looked like an old man. He looked like a real old decrepit man. Like he don't look like no rapper to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. So he goes in. So I was like, wow, did Hove just come? So now soon he goes in, the security in, the two cop cars leave, the van pulls off. I swear to God, everybody literally explodes into like yelling i gotta get inside <laughs> now it's crazy outside it's crazy yeah, motherfuckers yeah. yeah motherfuckers coming from all over like niggas is running up the street i was like what the fuck bitches is falling getting back up running in their heels i was like what the fuck so now we're trying to keep the door from mashing after all of this shit mind you is rsvp the promoter tells me and, and frankie tells me nobody can get in we're not taking no money like none of that so we get all the RSVPs in. We're packed. We're at capacity just with the RSVPs. Now, 
Frankie and the, the promoter they're working with, like, you know, a couple of people that's regulars and all that, they kind of like, you know, give them a little, yeah, now so celebrities, like, you know, celebrities coming through, like, you know, football players, basketball players, they try yeah. to use their juice card and all of that shit. All that. Yeah. So we got a, we got a ton of motherfuckers outside. This nigga slides up with his man. He walk all through that shit. He walk right up to me. He's like, big homie. What's up? I was like, what's going on? He's like, over there. I was like, yeah, he in there. He's like, I told you he was coming, man. I was like, yeah, he was right. He's like, I got to get next to Hove. <laughs> I was like, listen, man. I was like, brother, it's RSVP. You know, if you're not on the list, I can't do nothing for you. It's out of my hands, brother. He's like, listen, man, what you need? This motherfucker pulls out a small knot. I was like, uh, bruh, I can't do nothing. He pulled out another knot. I was like, family. He's like, listen, man. He's like, you know, this is like this five grand right here, bro. I was like, family. I was like, family, family, family. I was like, I can't. He's like, yo, he snapped his fingers, turned around to his man. His man gave him two more knots. He's like, listen, man, 10 grand. I was like, hold on for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I, I called I called Frankie. I was like, yo, 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 skinny goo, skinny <laughs> So Frankie comes to the front. I was like, Diamond, what's going on? I was like, listen, man. I was like, uh, this brother's trying to pay. He's like, man, we not taking I was like, Frankie, he's offering ten thousand dollars just to get it. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, Are you serious? I was like, ten. He's like, hold on, let me go talk to somebody real quick. He goes inside. I was like, Good brother, just hold on. He's like, no problem. He's like, listen. He's like, I got another five on top of it. I was like, just hold on, fam. I was like, listen, I will take your money. I, I got to make sure, you know, we clear this. All right, brother. All right. He comes back with the promoter. She like, what's going on? She's like, how much? She's like, hold on. So they go get the owner. They all in the, they all in the corner talking, right? They come back. Frankie go, let him and his man in real quick. Um. Tell him uh, I had the money ready. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, say less. I was like, my man, come on up. I was like, I gotta pat you down. He's like, man, go on do your thing, bro. He's like, I'm just trying to get next to Hove. You heard me. I was like, okay, bro. Pat him down. Pat his man down. Listen, in his pockets and in his man pockets, I feel nothing but bundles of money, like rolls wow. of knots of money, right? Man. These niggas go in and they self and introduce themselves to Frankie, to the owner, uh, and to the promoter. All I know out of that whole transaction, all I got was an extra hundred dollars. Oh my god, are you serious, nigga? And I was listen honestly, I was I was lucky to get that knowing the promoter and the owner because they was on some real some real fucked up shit. But I I, I did I think Frankie might have broke me off some of his money. I, wow. I think out of the biggest payday of my life, that's probably the worst payout I ever got. Wow. Yeah, I made I made literally an extra hundred dollar. I made my shift pay, and I made uh, another hundred dollars on top of that. Hundred dollars, and they made ten grand, right? Bro. Yeah, yep. So now to the story of Hove Inside Club. Hove's inside in the VIP. It started off hardly nobody was in the VIP. It got to the point where niggas was paying the the two guards at the VIP. Because you had to get to the steps, and then you had to go up the steps to get to the VIP. It was on the second right. floor. Now, they were, guards were at the VIP? They were guarding the VIP? Now? No, we had our guys at the, at the VIP oh. at the bottom. His guys was at the top. Gotcha. So, like, once you got past us, you had to get past his guys. 
Gotcha. So he had two of his guys up there, two of our guys at the bottom, and then he had two dudes with him at all, well, you know, rolling around with him. And Cohove was all the way in the corner. Niggas was coming out and they was paying. I heard it was like a grand starting off just to get up to the VIP. Just to get to the VIP. Right? So I don't know what it wound, wound up finally getting to, like the number, but I know that the club put a host on the door with the security because the money was getting crazy. Like the club wanted to make that money. Right. They didn't so, want the security right, to make that money. Right. So the owner wanted to make the money. <clears throat> so it was so many dues in the VIP. This is how many niggas paid. Like it was so many dues in the VIP. All the ladies were standing downstairs. Of course, bitches think they fine. They're not trying to pay no money. They're trying to get next to the money. They right. all standing downstairs. Hove is looking over the balcony down at the women. The women are looking up at Hove like, yo, what's up? He's like, come up. And he's like, nigga, they charging like a stack. We're not paying that, and, you know, for you to fill on my titties. And so Hove was like, um, Hove literally went to the DJ and was like, yo, 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 let some of these women up here, yo. He's like, it's nothing but dudes up here. So then Beans grabbed the mic and he was like, yo, man. You fucking some of you fucking niggas got to get the fuck about the VIP, man. He's like, I don't give a fuck if you paid or not. The fuck out the VIP. Let some of these bitches slide up here. Where's going for my man Hove? He's like, he's like, don't make me come down. <laughs> don't make me come down there and start airing this, airing it out. You know what I mean? So, I guess they, they embarrassed niggas so bad that niggas started kind of filtering out, and then they started like filtering the women up. But that's how crazy that shit got. It was dudes acting like. Females to get next to Hove. Oh wow! And that's exactly how that shit went. He stayed maybe an hour. That motherfucker was out. Wow! They made all that money just for him being there an hour. Yeah, yeah. So that's the time I met Hove uh, when I worked at Red Sky back in like 2007 or some shit, 2006. I can't remember what year that was. Wow! It's a, you know you really don't understand. Like I guess you can't gauge their impact until you're there in the midst of. Chaos. Just to stand next to somebody who you can't even talk to. Nigga, the shit that I see, how how dudes, especially dudes, men and women, but more so guys, it kind of throws me off to see how people react to celebrities. Like it's just, it's it it never blows my mind. Not the celebrity, but how people act in reference to the celebrity. To them, yeah. Yo, so good peoples, we appreciate you listening to our first episode of. Celebrities that I've met and have contact with on the G2 podcast. This is your boy Jody Dining. I got my man AR helping me host. Yes, sir. We appreciate y'all. Listen, for, uh, if you need good bouncers, if you need good bodyguards, go to www.g2safetyllc.org. All my info is on my website. Holla at you, man. Yeah, get at my guy. Word.